Okay, so welcome back to Melanate. <laughs> um, to on this podcast, I have with me my housemate and very good friend Claire, um, who is a singer, actor, dancer, little triple threat. Wow. Who um also goes to the same university as me, and just like me, also has dyslexia. So on today's show, show and. Um, not really a show sorry it's a podcast and <laughs> on t- on this podcast um we're going to be talking about um being diagnosed with dyslexia and um coping strategies that you might find yourself doing when you were younger and um also just time at secondary school um so yeah claire if you want to say hi hi everyone <laughs> so Claire's a bit younger than me, or three years? Yeah, I'm 19. 19, yeah. And I'm 22. I was about to say 21, and I'm not anymore. (laughs) I'm 22, and Claire is 19. Um, So when you were at secondary school, because for me, I think it was my year, and then they changed all the exams, and you had to do all exams in one go, and like there was no coursework. Did you Mm. have coursework? I had some coursework for English Lit and for science but not for any of my other subjects apart from that it was all just exam based and was your coursework like because uh, we used to do controlled assessments so you couldn't even like do yeah. it outside the room you had to it was basically an exam but you just knew the answer you knew the question before you went in right that was similar to us ours was more exam based than controlled. so for english it'd be like an essay title that you'd be given about a week before and then you'd be told to answer it but we weren't allowed note sheets are you going through oh and we see we I think we were allowed we were allowed one sheet and we had to put all our notes in like this one box. But we had more than a week. We had like I can't I can't remember, but we de- mm, definitely yeah. had more than a week. So I managed to like write a mock essay answer for it, and I wouldn't have done that in a week. See, for me, when I did my English Lit GCSE, which I didn't, I still haven't got to this day. Um, <laughs> you haven't got it. I haven't got an English Lit GCSE. Um, I wrote, what grade did you get? I got a D in English Lit. That's still a par, yeah. isn't it? I got I got my English language, but I didn't get my English lit. But um, we, for our control assessments, I used to get a lot of help writing the essays. And because obviously we're creatives, I'd have to learn about a four-page essay, like a script. And I'd learn it as if it was a monologue. And then I'd just repeat the whole script and then just write it out in the exam and I'd be I'd be whispering it to myself as I was writing it down that's so funny that's exact same thing I do I'd like remember it and remember it even like the full stops and the commas me too me too and at my science exam I remembered like those little like key stage red books you had do you remember like they had like little jokes in them and stuff and they thought the book thought it was being really funny and for (laughs) science I like copied like in my head the biology one back to front and I literally remembered it like a script and I went in I got an A star I got an, wow. my first ever exam I got an A star you should be a scientist Becky oh, yeah. <laughs> but that literally proves the issue with exams I had no idea what I was writing about I had just remem- memorised the book like a script because like you I, yeah. I do performing as well and so that was kind of like easy for me to do but there's not a, an exam is not a measurement of intelligence. No, not at all. Well, I got I got all A stars in my coursework, and that was the bit that you could prepare for. So obviously I'd learned it off by heart, and I had a lot of help from my dad. I'm not gonna lie. And then when it came to the exams, I obviously didn't have any clue what I was doing. Hence, 
Hence my my lovely grade. <laughs> <laughs> oh God! Did you so? So for me, as I've said in the podcast beforehand, like I, I was quite lucky that I got diagnosed quite early. So for those exams and for those controlled assessments, slash coursework, but not really coursework, um, I was I had extra time and a laptop because my handwriting is illegible. Mm. It's like yeah, a two year old's. Yeah, you've seen it. <laughs> it's awful. So I got a laptop. Um, which saved my life. Like, I don't know what I would have done without it, but did you have anything yeah, like that? So for me, I didn't get properly diagnosed with dyslexia until year nine. So for my year seven and year eight lessons, I was a lot further behind because I didn't know how to read and write until I joined secondary school. So I couldn't enter the 11 plus. I couldn't do anything like that because I wasn't what they would class as smart enough. When realistically I've come out with decent grades. So it's not it's not a lack of intelligence as such. It's just it hadn't been diagnosed early. So I had to work a lot harder. Harder. I remember sort of year six time I used to sit next to this girl, Ella Foreman, and I'd nick her English book. And I'd copy copy it word for word because I still couldn't write myself or read properly. So I'd copy... I could recognise letters and stuff, but I couldn't read properly, so I'd pretty much trace exactly what she said. And I remember my parents being called in, they were like, well, Ella is, Ella is really good at um, good at writing, uh, and Claire, Claire's a very... She tells very similar stories. <laughs> I was like, yeah, you might have got me there. I used to, I used to have to smuggle an English book out of class every... Did you not notice? Lesson. They didn't know. Do you know, this is how bad the education system is. They didn't notice until, like, the second term of us doing English that I'd been copying her word for word. Oh, my God. So, yeah, so I did just English and um, the sciences and some maths. And she didn't notice. Nope. No, she, she had no clue. She had no clue, because I would sit next to her and just swipe her book oh in my God. bag. Because I yeah. remember... I hated doing French because I just, I I mean, I barely read English, let alone like another language. I just couldn't, I couldn't do it. And so I'd sit next to this girl and I'd try and copy her and she she knew I was trying to copy her. But it's just because I was struggling, like, but she just wouldn't let me copy and she wouldn't even help me. And I'd just be like, oh my God, like, I'm not copying you. Like, I just need help. I just... <laughs> and then I got moved and I sat next to this other lovely girl who also saw I was trying to coffee her but instead helped me. Yeah. Which was really nice. Um, but then I got taken out of extra... Um, got taken out of language classes to have extra English. Yeah, that was, that was me too. <laughs> which was helpful. But, like, so... That's unbelievable. Like, what... So you couldn't r- read or write properly till year seven. So I could, I could do basic linguistics. You know, the Biff and Chip books. Yeah, I could do them because um, it's funny because both my parents are teachers, but it was never really brought up because I was, I was very misbehaving as a child, so it was more focused on behaviour rather than it was my own development. But I think my behaviour had a lot of an effect was on linked to was it. linked to yeah. my dyslexia because I wouldn't be able to understand what was happening, so I'd just be like, oh, what, what can I do now to entertain myself rather than then, rather I don't want to do, do this, work. so yeah, what no, can I definitely. do? So yeah, I got. I got for my exams, like you were saying earlier, I had extra time, but I didn't have a computer. Oh my god! At all, I just had to write it myself with extra time and hope for the best. Oh my god! Like that's just crazy as well that no one picked up on it. So they only picked up on it when you were copying. I was some, yeah when it was when it was when they realised it was a match for match. And they thought your and they thought it was your. 
They thought they thought I had ADD for a long time. I was tested a long time for that, but it was always no. She's not. She's she's a bright kid. She she's she she gets what's going on. And in the practical stuff, I'd fly really mm. well. But it was always the stuff where it was a lot of written on the board work, and then you'd copy it in your books. So obviously, I couldn't do that. I needed a copy of it sort of nights in advance to read and get the hang of before I could know yeah. what was going on. Yeah. Oh God. And so did your parents? Because you said your parents were both teachers. But they well they did they they didn't pick up on it. They well, thought my mum sh- thought my mum thought there was yeah. something up because she's dyscalculate herself. She's yeah. actually a maths teacher. But, yeah, um, she's dyscalculate. Yeah, she's dyscalculate and a maths teacher. It's because it always she always used to get frustrated at the fact that she couldn't. She, she struggled with it. Mm. So but interestingly, she'd work extra hard on it to get where she is now. Really, but, and yeah. now she can do. Now interestingly, she can do like you might like I have dyscalculate, but like the issue is not so much the actual maths yeah you're able to find the answer it's just the way that you're taught yeah so definitely. you'll be taught like a certain way to divide something but in your head you if you're neurodi- neurodiverse you might be like actually no i think it should be done this way and you might work out a different way of doing it mm, but definitely. then that's incorrect and you're losing points in the maths exam because yeah. you haven't shown the correct way of like putting it in the bus stop exactly, thing yeah. you know you used to do the oh God, yeah bus my mum's my mom's got what she's got a degree and she's got a master's in computer science for maths so she's not do you know what I mean she's yeah. got a lot going on for it and still she taught me maths um for GCSE level and I'd watch her on the board right it was meant to it'd be 46 and she'd write 49 every time <gasps> and she'd copy yeah. it down and then she wouldn't she couldn't work out in front of everyone she'd be like oh, God, I've done something wrong here something's not worked out and it'd be in front of a class for the kids <laughs> and she'd be like I've just written the bloody letter wrong <laughs> like, that's really me, yeah, yeah I read this book um I've actually got it here so I've been reading this book which is called The Gift of Dyslexia by Ronald Day D. Davis um and he suggests like um, he talks a lot about what is dyslexia and how you can help kids with reading and he says that we all think in images and mm. that the reason your mum would have like put a, put a nine instead of a six is because we flip mirror images it's so like B yeah. B and is it B and D? D D? Me, yeah. yeah B and D but also you can flip them in totally other ways as well yeah. totally B rota- and C is another one that I do a lot yeah see I get yeah. B and P yeah. And the sounds of B and P as well. Oh, like, don't even get me started on that. No. <laughs> I can't do it like, all the time. Like, yeah. I have to be like, put, 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 and like try and say Lovely. it out. <laughs> Lovely until I work it out. So, um, how do you find your dyslexia now? Not being in. So, I find school. it a lot better. I'm, for me, I'm on drama apply theory and education, so it's a lot of people based work. So for me, that's what I'm best at is just face-to-face interaction and working with people because I think that's the one thing that you can tell you're completely genuine with. I don't have to write behind a piece of paper. I don't have to type something. I can just say to someone, look, I have a problem with this. So it's a lot. it's got a lot better being at university, although I don't get the extra help. So writing mm. essays is still a struggle. But it's all, as long as you've got your extra time allowance and you spend a lot of time reading. And I've got my funky coloured glasses. Oh, and I know that Elton John. Yeah, those, those bad boys. I've, I use them a lot and they help a lot with sort of yeah. line see, spilling. But. Yeah, so, so to get those glasses, see, they try to them out on me. Like, basically, if you, if you have dyslexia, to help you with reading and so you can get um, these, like... Tinted lenses, yeah. Yeah, like tinted lenses. And before you get them, like, laminated cards... 
they're different colors yeah. and you like put them over writing and then um that's meant to stop the words from like moving around just to make you yeah, able definitely. to focus on them better so amazingly at our school well my tutor at my school prints out um paper like sheets that we have to do for reading she prints them out in different colors for different people mm, because that, yeah they do that a lot for yeah the courses because like they asked being going to a drama school there's a lot of people with dyslexia i actually found out that it's 20 percent of people who go to central school of speech and drama have, are dyslexic, are dyslexic yeah. or dyspraxic and um, if you're looking at neurodivergent, there'll be a lot more yeah. people within that as well, within that spectrum. Yeah, so they do that, which is really helpful. But then, or you can be like Claire and you can have the fun glasses. Well, hey! <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They definitely help, but yeah, they're quite a, quite a look, though. So. I, I like them. They're something different. <laughs> and like tinted lenses are really in, in style at the moment. It's true. Maybe you just it's need true. some light in aviators. Maybe that'll be. Oh! Wow, yeah. that sounds... Oh, that's okay. smart, that. that yeah. <laughs> then you'll be the stylish kid on the block. Well, lovely. <laughs> <laughs> um, so, yeah, you're saying you don't get extra help now, and I know why this is, and this is something which is really annoying me, and uh, mainly one of the reasons I started Melanade is because we so don't... So, we don't get, like, funding yeah. to pay for the actual examination itself I got, so I, I was tested... Um, in year nine for dyslexia and it came back as like she's definitely dyslexic I have severe dyslexia at that and I am I got again I got retested in sixth form ready to sit my A-level so I could get all the extra needs I needed for the exams Um, but the woman who did my A-level examination didn't have the right qualification she had the um, sort of BTEC version of what would be the A-level and they didn't class that as high enough at Central so I didn't actually be yeah. classed as, I wouldn't be classed as dyslexic yeah. essential, so I can't then get the test because it's an extra, I think it's £400, isn't it? Yeah, it's like £400, yeah. and like the same thing happened to me as well. So, obviously, I think I got tested for dyslexia when I was in year four, yeah. And then when I was in, um, went to secondary school, my mum, the amazing woman she is, kept trying to push for me to have the test again yeah and they were like no we don't need it we know she's got dyslexia from primary school like you've got all the evidence we'll give her the extra help Mm. um and we'll give her a tutor and stuff like that which was amazing yeah and like that that's all i thought i needed but then you come to higher education and to (laughs) it's a different ball game yeah, yeah to get the funding to get the extra help to get extra time you have to have the right like test yeah it's the exact it's, the, it's yeah. a certain level of standard of the test and most most sick forms do it but it's you were the same as me you had a it's not the right qualification it's the, it's, it shows that you have dyslexia but it doesn't officially show that yeah. you have dyslexia yeah. and the reason that our secondary schools wouldn't have done that is because they would have had to pay for right. it yeah exactly and so they didn't want to pay for it so then we come as students to expecting to get the help that we've always need, had and yeah. we need and we can't because we can't afford four hundred pounds. That's that's a month's rent. Yeah, much. I'm not. It is. It's our month's rent to yeah. live in this house. Yeah, so I'm not. No, exactly. To go to uni, and then I tried to pay for like applied for the hardship funds at our. Yeah. To try and get some help, Just didn't get that either. So. No, it's it's tough. So I've, I've just managed without. You have to try and manage without the help, which isn't good, and it should be changed because. I mean, I know for myself, I worked on it really a lot whilst I was doing my exams and I really pushed myself 
English wise to try and get better and better. But you got really good grades, didn't you? Yeah, no, yeah. I did. What? I did well at A level. I got. Yeah, what did yeah, you get? I did. So I did biology, drama, and psychology, and I got an A star and A and a B. Woo woo! So, well, hey, <laughs> thanks, mum <for> and <my> dad. <laughs> so I don't think it, I think that proves that dyslexia has no effect on your actual intelligence because no. if you can still you can still achieve that level of qualification. And even so, I don't want to do science. I want to, you know, and I've always knew I wanted to go to drama school and be a creative. But the ability to pull that off in the exam condition shows that the dyslexic mind, when it is put to its limits and tested as hard as it can be, is just as capable as yeah the average brain. It's just it's just a lot harder. We've got to do a lot it's, more. Yeah, work. it's just a lot more work, and it's different techniques. I mean, I I made songs up for my A level pieces. I'd I'd make songs up to learn about memory for psychology yeah. I'd sing a song yeah. about it to try and learn it rather because it was the only way I could get around it rather than or memorise a parts. whole book as a script yeah, yeah yeah literally that's the only way you can do it is just regurgitate facts yeah see I am um, my I did A level English yeah um, failed got letter D did really bad in my first like AS exam yeah. and then the next one we were doing King Lear and I remember the tutor being like some people say King Lear is impossible to put on the stage and I was like well that's what you think <laughs> so then I me thinking I, I can do it like one of the hardest Shakespeare plays to actually do I just me and a couple of people directed it and put it on and like it wasn't the best production in the world like it wasn't great but um it really helped me understand the play better and the characters yeah and ended up doing really well in the exam so just like proves that you need to do learn that we learn differently and that's okay but then putting it putting it on makes we did that for our country's good for jra level as well it's the fact that even the one subject where i felt safe in for drama like was performance and I knew that I didn't have to rely on my sort of like my mm-hmm. linguistics because I knew that like obviously it's got a, language has a huge part in drama but it's different I can see a word and I can see it for its performance rather than for it just as a bunch of letters on a piece of paper yeah but that's yeah no that's really yeah. nice so I definitely I definitely think putting stuff on putting plays on at school like of mice and men and all that yeah that stuff <laughs> at school to put it on makes a massive difference yeah, you can gonna... see it you can feel if you feel it yourself as that character and i think it's a lot easier to process and write about than just reading it out Definitely. of a book for sure but then that's what my issue is at the moment is that we okay so we don't get the extra help but we shouldn't we don't need it when it comes to the practical no, definitely. But that's the issue is that for our degree, we have to write an essay at the end. And we don't get marked. Well, I don't know about your course, but my no, course. Ours is theory pretty much. Yeah. Based I don't get else. marked on any of my performances, any of my practical work. It's all on this essay that I write at the end. Um, which is. She's alright, love. <laughs> which I love doing and I'm doing at the moment. It's great. Um, yeah, so that's just an that's an issue, and people know people know it's an issue, but the government don't like it's hard to measure like your performances. Um, you like they want to, yeah. they want to measure everything. Everything has to be measured so that they can put um, schools in like rivalries with each other. Who's got the best grades? Like they want numbers, yeah. they want figures, and they want they facts. Want stats, yeah. yeah, stats is the word I was looking there for. There we yeah. go. <laughs> numbers, figures, facts, stats, stats. <laughs> um yeah which is just annoying but um I 
we'll go into that in more detail in another podcast with my issues with the education system. This is going to be a lengthy one, that. Yeah, that one is. <laughs> Particularly my issues with uh, Michael Gove when he was the educational secretary person. He's not anymore, but he caused a lot of problems for me and other people. For like sure. you. He got like rid me, of... Yeah. He, he made your controlled assessments worse. And yep. all of your... Exa- How many exams did you do at the end of the year? What, GCSE? Y- yeah, yeah, GCSE. Oh, I think I had 20, 22 exams. In one... Within a couple of months. Oh, within? within well, no, it was about three weeks, I think it was actually. Three weeks? Yeah. All in three weeks? Yeah. Did you do... You didn't do, like, maths earlier and science earlier? No, because I... I Obviously, at that point, I wasn't. Yeah. I was still barely reading at that point. So I no, I did all of mine. I did twenty one exams within the space of three weeks, and then for A level, it was about a month, and I did about sixteen written exams. That is because what we, what they used to do because AS. Did you do any exams in AS? Yeah. So for we did my year as well. That's another thing that changed. Our AS doesn't it didn't matter what we got in AS because we still had to reset all of the year twelve content in year thirteen again. What so you do an exam? So I did all my ASs. Um, which I failed miserably don't get me wrong and then um, for, that was just the structure of the year so we then had to repeat the year 12 exams in year 13 so whatever you got in year 12 didn't count what? at all they were like so, marks yeah so I had two years <gasps> worth of knowledge crammed in you had to remember it and then yeah, reprocess yeah. and rewrite so, it later I mean yes. it didn't hurt for me because I'd have had to resit all of mine anyway but yeah and it, it was a major effect That's so hard, I had to learn though. two years of biology two years of psychology which is a lot of topics and then two years of drama content and we had to resit we had to do that because it's the new reformed a level <gasps> so all the all the students now that are doing a levels yeah. are facing the same thing yeah my cousin's facing it and i yeah. feel so so it was, it was the year above it was the same for us it was the year of, last year was the year above me my sister's year so it's just mm-hmm. it was my year was the first year through I and i just me like i can't cope with essays i couldn't essays exams i couldn't do them coursework was my backbone like that saved yeah, my ass I wouldn't be here at uni, probably. Yeah, it's mad. I just about um, slid past Michael Gove's slimy fingers. <laughs> just about. I didn't. He got me. He got you. <laughs> he got me. He got me well and truly. But there oh, we go. Okay, well, I think that's... We've covered a lot of bases here, Claire. <laughs> we've talked about quite a lot of stuff. But um, I think we should definitely talk a bit more about Michael Gove and, like, your exam experience, for sure. Yeah. On another another one. Do you want to do another one? Go on then. <laughs> if you insist. <laughs> okay. Um so that's it for um Melanade's podcast. Uh thanks for listening. If you have any comments, um or any thoughts, or you want to share a story about your experience of being diagnosed or your experience of exams, um please message me. I'd love to hear. Thank you. Bye.